0: A combative Chuck Todd today was on point by point by point right on Trump's lapdog representative. And now he's uh, chairman of some of these committees that are going to really uh, have all the charades. Uh, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan came out like a a radical lapdog. And you know what? I was surprised to see how Chuck Todd handled him. Check this out, and then we'll discuss further on the other side.
1: Just last week, we learned that a former FBI agent, special agent Mm -hmm. in charge of counterintelligence, in the New York division, mm-hmm. was taking money from a Russian. And this wasn't just, I mean, this was the special agent in charge of counter, yeah. counterintelligence in New York, taking money from Oleg Deripaska, not just any, yeah. not just any you, you know, Russian, the Russian, yeah, you know, and he was
2: also... You know who his you know you know American advisor was, Oleg Deripaska, the former campaign manager to Donald Trump's campaign, I understand. Paul Manafort. I, I mean, understand. mean, this is, so I, I you know, but does this not Oleg raise Deripo- some Deripo- troubling signs here? It sure does. This Paul, part, Manif- at- Paul Manafort was the go-between for Oleg Deripaska. He gave even polling information he also on the campaign.
1: Oleg Deripaska also paid Christopher Steele, who was the key guy on the whole Steele dossier that's launched a Trump-Russia investigation. Guess who one of the people was who involved in launching that Mr. McGonigal, this special agent at the FBI. So that's why we're looking at the this attack of weaponization of government against them. Are you going Man- to look
2: at the role Paul Manafort played with the Oleg Garoppos? To the extent that?
1: that may come in, but but we're, okay. we're focused on the number of things we've seen here. And I haven't even got to the Department of Homeland Security. Let me, but They're let me trying unpack. to set up the I want
2: disinformation un- governance board. Well, I want to unpack a little bit. You, you, you talk about the FBI abusing uh, powers when it comes to parents and the school board. School board members were getting death threats. These weren't idle things. These weren't parents just yelling and screaming. These were you actual know how many death parents? threats to elected officials. And the FBI got a tip. How do they not, should they not look into a death threat when an elected official gets a death threat? I mean, Char- you're, you're trying, trying people, to create a, you're trying to create a, uh, you're trying to no. create a controversy out of the FBI following up on a tip. I mean, literally, one of the, one of the, here's a this is what Loudoun County, Virginia school board member. If she doesn't quit or resign before the end of the year, we will kill her. But first, we will kill you. These were among the comments in Dublin, no, no, Ohio, he, so, school board member. You have become so, our enemies. You will be removed one way or the other. Shouldn't the FBI so, okay, investigate these one things?
1: One of the, one of the, one of the people they went to investigate was a mom. And they said, because she's in the group, mom's for liberty. And because they have firearms at her house, they go investigate it. You get investigated in America for that, they, they show up at your house. Now, you don't think that has a chilling impact on, on, on other parents? This committee is about protecting right. the Constitution, in particular,
2: the First Amendment. The problem that when you look at it, is so you want to talk about the weaponization of the Justice Department. You don't want to look at anything that happened during the Trump years. He subpoenaed data on Congressman Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell. That's that is known. He secretly obtained reporters phone records using the Justice Department. He pressured the Justice Department. But Donald Trump did to go easy on Michael Flynn and Roger Stone. He pressured he was the Justice Department was pressured by Mark Meadows to investigate this ele- election fraud. He even tried to change the leadership Chuck, at the Justice Department. My point is, to if you are Amendment. if you are concerned about the weaponization of the Justice Department in the Biden years, why not investigate the Trump years?
1: We're going to look at threats to the first amendment. We're going to look at the, the this this what Elon Musk through through the Twitter files has displayed is unbelievable. The idea that the the FBI was paying Twitter 3.4 million million to help them suppress no, information that is not how it keep, works. keep they, information they had to from the
2: American twitter to to, to okay. comply with subpoenas. Do you That's a federal law. Do you think it was okay. That's a law of Congress
1: passed. Do you think it's okay for the FBI to meeting be meeting every week and suppressing information about a uh, a conservative and suppressing the Hunter Biden story which we know is true? Do you think I think that's all right. I think most Americans say no, that's probably information we I Understand, Here's but this is like. a
2: private organization Here's- that made this decision. But you keep talking about this raid uh, on on Donald Trump. The amount of time, there was 9 months between the initial action that the archives made for request of documents before they even turned it over to the Justice Department. The subpoena was issued 60 days before they actually uh, executed the subpoena. And more importantly, the only time the public found out about it is because Donald Trump told the public about it. This was not some sort of, the you paint it as a picture of the FBI did this, this, and this within hours of each other, when it was actually a year and a half of Donald Trump not complying with any of the requests from National Archives. A year and a half. This is not some sort of uh proof that but, somehow that they've John, weaponized and playing John, politics over here they raided they raided Trump's home. They haven't raided Biden's home. Because they, Biden didn't defy a subpoena, Congressman. Yeah. He defied a subpoena. By the way, he had 60 days they to comply with a subpoena before they actually executed. President Trump had
1: war. documents locked in a room with Secret Service protecting them. Uh, president Biden had documents in his garage and in a think tank that was funded by the Chinese. I think there's a difference. President Trump was the only guy who was actually are, are, president.
2: Are, are, the, me. You talk about that. You're worried about the Chinese and, and, and Hunter no, Biden. I'm just saying, are I think you worried about the Chinese and Donald Trump? They took Trump? pictures. They took pictures. Of, Are you at all worried about that? No, I, I'm about, not. But
1: they took pictures of, of the documents at Trump's house. They took no pictures of documents. In fact, it's not just me who would like to know what went on here. Senator Warner said it last I, week. He would like to get a briefing. He
2: wants to see the documents. No, and guess what? The FBI the issue, is saying
1: no, but they took pictures but the issue of the is not
2: whether in Trump's home. The issue is not whether Joe what Joe Biden did. No, The issue is, the issue issue is, equal treatment is it, under
1: the law. That's the issue.
2: No, the equal issue is treatment. You do under not the law. seem to ever see the same conspiratorial problems when it's a Republican. Those were all investigated for f- four years and they continue the to way, do it. Their Durham investigation investigated everything you're trying to investigate and came up with nothing. Do you not trust Bill Barr and, and Mr. Durham? The
1: Mueller investigation—we had two and a half years of this—and they were going to find Russian collusion.
2: And guess what? They can't. Even though Adam Schiff told us, Adam Schiff told told us, but the Durham investigation did not come up with any. They investigated all this, all these concerns that you had about the FBI, about made-up snitches, all these things. They didn't find anything. Why they is it that you, you want to they it, they it, they reinvestigate that, it? They
1: found that Kevin Smith altered documents and he pled guilty to it. That's fine. And so, when you got someone with the FBI altering documents in front of the FISA court, that's not finding anything. <laughs> they, that's pretty important. Chuck. That's they, a, and that's what we're
2: looking for. find what you are claiming that is out there. Let me ask you about uh, subpoena compliance. You didn't uh, comply with a subpoena uh, from Congress. Um, why should you expect the Biden White House to comply with your subpoena? Well, first of all, I never I never told
1: the January 6th committee that I wouldn't uh come testify. What I raised is concerns. They first asked me, I sent them a letter back. I never said no. They never responded to the letter. Next thing I know, the issue may a subpoena. I find I sent
2: another letter back to them. I never said I wouldn't comply. How about telling us what you talked with Donald Trump with on January 6th?
1: Be happy to 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 uh uh Talk to you about the concerns I had. No, no, no. But what, did you, what were your conversations? I don't, I don't divulge with, co- with, conversations with, with my colleagues or with the president of the United States. I mean, I talk with him all the time. I talk to my colleagues all the time, but I don't divulge those, those, those conversations.
2: As the current special counsel that is looking into January 6th, uh, have they subpoenaed you for anything? No. Have they made any contact? If no. they do, will you comply?
0: Of course. Look, imagine if when Republicans showed up to meet the press If Chuck Todd and others used to drill them this way. Yes, they still got their piece out. Uh, Jim Jordan was still able to get quite a few lies out. I cut some of them out because I wasn't going to be a medium for for him to use to uh, expose his misinformation, lies, etc. But Chuck Todd went with him point by point, toe to toe. And you know what? He even embarrassed him at one time because... When he he tried to bring that Russian issue up, it turned out that the person that had the most involvement with that Russian oligarch, that Russian uh, stooge, if you will, was none other than Manafort, the guy who was President Trump's campaign manager. Chuck Todd did a good job here. I think he could have done a bit better by not giving Jordan as much talk time that he did because he, he still used the airwaves to misinform. But, you know, when it comes from the mainstream media that Chuck was able to push back as he did, I think it's orders of magnitude better than before. Jim Jordan showed exactly who he was. Jim Jordan showed that he's nothing more than a stooge for Donald Trump. He's nothing more than somebody that is a hack.